thank you for today because it today is a gift and uh god we we don't want to take it for granted we 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 live and we move and we have our very being in you the scripture says and god we do want to recalibrate today we want to stop like to pause just all of the troubles and cares that, that the world are going to bring us today lord we would like to carry those and walk through that today with uh, knowing that the holy spirit is full within us and that you have given us the mind of christ so heavenly father i just pray god that we will you will calm our hearts and our minds to allow us to be able to hear this morning what jerry and Dakota, what you want to speak to us through them this morning. And God, I just pray that you bless them and uh, God, all that they put their hands to today. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rufus. Appreciate you. So um, just kind of giving you a little backstory, no pun intended, as you hear about my back. Uh, Wednesday, I, um, for some of you guys that know me, I have a tendency of overdoing it. And uh, Wednesday night, I overdid it on my bike and then had date night and sat and had a long dinner and then sat and watched TV and drank a glass of wine. And then I didn't stretch. And so then Thursday morning when I got up, my back was uh, telling me, hey, remember me? And it hurt. Um, I, this seems to happen to me two or three times a year. Man, the pain was uh, just takes your breath away. If any of you guys suffer with um any any kind of pain uh, but for me it's lower back pain and wow it hurt gosh and so uh we had uh we had scheduled um a weekend uh, rick meyer who's who's on who led um an initiative a year ago when when crossroads um because of covid shut down their man camp rick said well you know i'll do it on my parents farm and he did a a version of it. And then he did the volume two this past weekend and asked myself and a couple other guys, um, like Annis, uh, Ray Kubik and John Alice, um, to be on the prayer team. And then Dakota and Connor on our staff came. And, um, so this was all scheduled for months and, uh, Thursday I'm thinking, Oh gosh, this is, this is not good. And then Friday came and my mind, I just kept, I was talk, talking to Rick and I was like, Rick, man, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't get out of getting out of bed hurt. And I thought I can't, I, there's no way I can get on I'm the ground camping with a, yeah, and I can't walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, and I was like, you know, and Rick said, um, you know, Hey, let's jump on a call. And, you know, I was in my mind, I'm like, is Satan like trying to derail me or, um, you know, is it just something I just, I just need to hang out at home. And then I started thinking about the pain and I thought, well, if I'm going to be in pain, if I'm camping, I'm going to be in pain. If I'm home, I'm going to be in pain. So what's the, what's the matter? So, uh, Rick hooked me up with a little quote unquote hit Hilton version of camping. And, <laughs> and so then I went and, um, man, I'm glad I went, you know, it's, um, so we're going to Dakota and I are going to kind of unpack our perspective of, um, and you know, for the ladies that are listening, obviously it's the same for you, um, as far as the importance of relationship, like close proximity of the Lord, like yeah. we all know mm -hmm. as Christians, like cl close proximity to the Lord is good. Yeah. And as men and women, we know, um, you know, that, that from a community standpoint, getting in close proximity 
in our case, Dakota, to other men is really good. I want to ask, yeah. I want to ask you a question. So you guys listening in, uh, again, the context is there's 30 dudes camping uh, together. And we kind of went through, um, we had a ton of stuff to do. I mean, things such as obstacle courses. Uh, we worked together. You did. We're praying for guys all day. And uh, so there was a lot of activity, plus you're sleeping on the ground. And so there's a bunch of uh, activity happening. And so one question, I think all of you guys could relate to this where um, you have, so for you, dad, you have a back issue, which means you can't fully participate in the experience. And so you're kind of sidelined a bit. And so my question would be that all of you guys would be able to relate to is what is it like when you are sidelined from fully participating in something, um, how did you go about processing that experience? You're not able to fully experience, but you're watching guys yeah. experience something uh, that you can't fully be mm. active in. What was that like for you? And how did you go about receiving from the weekend yeah. when that kind of thing was going on? Yeah. So at 54, I've got a lot of, uh, you know, I've got 54 years of experience of, <laughs> of feeling left out. Right. Not yeah. that, the, you know, the nothing about the weekend was intentionally leaving me out. I yeah. just I just physically couldn't participate in a bunch of stuff. And that that feeling like I remember back in elementary school, like when, yeah. you know, they take the you know dodgeball like in gym class yeah. and they pick two guys and say, pick your team. And you're like, please, please pick <laughs> me in the top half, yeah. you know, and, and many times I was picked in the bottom half and that feeling like of not being. Yeah. not being wanted, you know, it's a great place for the enemy to come in and be like, Jerry, you don't, you really don't fit in here. And so even me and, you know, at 54, that's, I felt some of that. No, nobody did anything to exclude me. Yeah. I just, I just physically couldn't. So I, I felt um, there were lots of times where I, I felt like I'm, I'm watching yeah. you guys do cool stuff. And I'm like, gosh, this sucks. We did, uh, we did this thing, this obstacle course, and we could only, you know, we had to pick six people from our team to participate in this competitive uh, obstacle course. And our team was like, our team was the old, the old folks, you know, they, we had, the, they called us the geriatric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were the, it was, it was myself and Connor, who, Connor's 23, I'm 29. And then everybody was over, you know, Rick was 40, but the rest was fifties. I'm up. 54, yeah. Mike's 55, Ray's 64. Sorry, Ray, if you're listening, if I screwed up here. <laughs> yeah, but the old guys. And then you've yeah. got these young crews, right? 20, you 25. You had to sit well, out as we we're competing against. And I'm competitive. competitive. Yeah, Frick, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I knew, I sensed you. we were going to beat the kids. Like, we went last. And I sensed, I was, I was sizing up these young guys. And I was yeah. like, we're going we're gonna, to, I say we, look, I'm, yeah. all of a sudden I'm on the team. But I'm like, we're going to beat them. <laughs> and you did. You crushed them. Our team won. The old geriatric team won the obstacle course. Crushed these destroyed. kids. Destroyed them. Yeah. Love that. Fun. Yeah, that's oh, pretty fun. Gosh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that uh, one thing that I wanted to talk about, just switching gears a little bit, that I think would be really good for you guys to hear about was, you know, we're spending three days, a whole weekend away. And one huge, huge thing for me and something that I think you'd appreciate talking about was what is it like 
to set your phone on the, you know, set it, set it off the, on the off position, to turn your phone off, to leave it in the car for, for three days and to be, to literally unplug for an entire weekend. I do that never. So, 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 so to experience yeah. three days without being plugged into all those notifications, what was that like for you? I have some things to share about that, but for yeah. you, what was it like to be completely unplugged for a weekend? Well, the first piece was Rick Meyer, who's my buddy, yeah. uh, who I love and respect. He said, um, you know, to us beforehand, Hey, you're going to leave you, you got to leave your phone in the car. And as soon as he's, yeah, I'm pretty rebellious. Yeah. So as soon as he said that, I, I thought, well, he's talking to everybody else. But he's, <laughs> he's clearly, he doesn't mean old Jer, right. Yeah. He can't be talking to me. Yeah. And uh, so then I, I have that internal conversation with myself as well. Am I going to sneak my phone in, yeah. you know, find an excuse to keep my phone because I need to uh, be aware of where my whatever, whatever excuse I could come up with. Yeah. And so going through that mental process of submission, like for people like me, that's really a difficult process to say, mm -hmm. okay, Rick, I'll leave my, I'll leave my, I'll turn my phone off and I'll leave it in the car. Yeah. The, the, um, the act of submitting to that um, request demand brought like that brings up a lot of stuff in me. Yeah. So I don't, you know, when somebody tells me to do something, my personality is like when I see a wet paint sign, my curiosity is how long has that sign been up? Like yeah. I got to go, you know, don't touch wet paint. I'm thinking, well, maybe they forgot to take the sign down. Yeah. So my curiosity is to go touch. And then I leave a mark and people are like, you're an idiot. Why can't you follow the rules, Jerry? So for you is a big submission piece. More than most people could yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things for, for me, um, so but, again, but I did it, by the way, you did. Yeah, you I did. left it in the car and I didn't turn it on until we you did it was it. time to leave. And then I wish I wouldn't have turned it on for uh, I don't know if you experienced this, but just so imagine, right, you're so used to getting all these notifications on your phone, uh, text messages, emails, all these apps. I don't know what you guys have on your phone, but ding, I have ding, enough ding, that yeah. it dings all the time. And one of the things that I noticed and maybe you did, too, is I almost went through like a withdrawal. Like it Connor took was me, talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Connor, Connor was uh, describing, he, he left his phone in his car and he, he put his hand into his pocket. He kept putting his hand in his yeah. pocket. We're like, what are you like doing? Out of habit. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> get your hand out of your pocket, dude. Come on. <laughs> but the, there was almost a withdrawal. Oh yeah. And, and it, it took like, it took, you know, a, half the, you know, the night of Friday and half the day Saturday to almost like, get your mind out of like what's going on through my phone, my relationships, my work, you know, all sorts of things tied to your phone. Mm -hmm. And you almost go through this. It almost takes, it takes time to get comfortable Detox. not being yeah. connected. Yeah. And so I left that like, Oh my gosh. So I don't know how many of you guys listening um, have, have ever done something like this where you actually set aside time to disconnect mm -hmm. from your phone but I found it to be so like helpful to the yeah. mind yeah, sure to just get away from the phone yeah. for, for a couple of days. It took time mm -hmm. to get, to get, uh, 
you know, to, to get used to that, but then it frees you up to think mm -hmm. about more important things. Yeah. I, I think that is huge, a the, huge takeaway. The other thing, and I know we're running up against the time, but um, is um, the, the prayer time of yeah. uh, Rick kept announcing, Rick, Rick led very well. It was very organized. He did a great job. Yeah. He kept telling the guys, hey, you're going to have this this prayer time. And so myself and John Alice were a team most of the time and Ray and Mike were a team most of the time. And so guys had to have the courage to come and sit with us for 15 or 30 minutes. Yeah. And that was powerful. Um, it was, it was really powerful to sit with men who I'd never met before yeah. and for them to feel uh, safe to start to unpack like, you know, their personal life and their personal struggles and their marriage and their relationship with their kids. And we were able to sit and listen and then speak and pray to those things. It was, it was amazing. And, and I was thinking, gosh, this is, this is a gift that the body of Christ, like men should be giving this gift to other men, like, like we should, right. And women should be doing this. This should be a natural rhythm of our life. It shouldn't be one once or twice a year. Yeah. I think there's this, there's an experience that sadly, not a lot of, uh, yeah, not a lot of people experience, which is these guys would come and share what's going on. It's kind of like emptying yourself of like, what's burdening you. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about, you know, my marriage is a mess. My future I'm worried about. I, you know, all sorts of things that you just carry mm -hmm. with you uh, daily. And then you're bringing that to a group of older men and who have perspective and experience on life and you're unloading all of your junk mm -hmm. and you had to listen to that, you know, for a, a long period of time. It's a privilege. You just, yeah. yeah. You unload it. And then these mm. older men speak life mm. to you. I don't know for you guys listening, you know, if you haven't had that experience of just having somebody to, to, to unload. Some, safe, yeah, safe, man, safe, woman, yeah. yeah unload the burden and have somebody you trust speak life yeah. to you. Like, that was such an incredible experience yeah. and definitely something I, I would love to see more yeah. of um, in the church. But yeah. And yeah. Yeah. You modeled that. Well, Dakota had a, uh, I guess it was Saturday night. You had a bit of a struggle going to sleep, yeah. which some of us that were partaking in bourbon and cigars had uh, <laughs> didn't have as the same challenge, but you were struggling and you had two guys that were at a campfire uh -huh. And I think it was uh, John and Connor, actually. Yep. And you said, hey, will you guys pray for me? Which takes super uh, courage on your part to, to go to a couple guys and say, hey. And then what an honor for them to be able to pray um, for you. It's like, that's the body of, that's the beauty of the body of Christ, like yeah. activated. And, you know, going back to Rick's listening, you know, my encouragement to, to leaders like Rick is when you've got the prompting to invite people in, invite them invite them in. You can't control who says yes or no, but invite them into these opportunities of close proximity uh, with leaders, right? Men with men and women with women. Um, invite people in uh, and, and beautiful stuff happens. It's the body of Christ. Um, it's, it's, it's the best part of the, besides salvation, right? It's the best <laughs> part of the body of Christ. So any last second things before you pray us out, Dakota? No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Yeah. So uh, if, if you if you have men and women, seek them out. If you don't, you know, seek us out and say, you know, if, if you don't want to personally connect with me, I totally get it. 
I, I can direct you to people like Rufus that would be honored to spend time with you. Um, people like Ray Kubik that want to, you know, old gray hairs or no hairs that want to want to disciple men. So great opportunities. Um, great, great opportunities. Praise out. Yeah, Father, thank you for this morning. Bless those who will listen to this and um, hear little tidbits of our experience. Bless them, Lord. Speak to the hearts and men of the hearts and minds of the men and women yeah. um, uh, this, this morning or whenever you're listening to this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well done. Love you guys. Have a great Monday.